0: Dreaming heavy metal, we rock,
1: but the evil that men
0: do, glimpses on, we're gonna bang your head.
1: You are no listening to Music Mania, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest. Today's special guest will be none other than Dean Roland from Collective Soul. And now here is your host, Clint Schweitzer. Hello and welcome to a very special Rockfest Kansas City edition of the Music Mania Podcast. I'm your host, Clint Schweitzer, getting ready for all the festivities on Saturday to unfold here at Kansas Speedway. Tickets still available at rockfestkc.com, but what a day it's going to be. Guys, this is my first Rockfest experience. There's been 24 Rockfest leading up to now this is the 25th anniversary back in 1999 Sammy Hagar and Collective Soul were both uh, on the stage here and they are going to be returning uh, for this event two stages out of Kansas Speedway I think 16 bands all in all gonna be a great day of rocking out there. Should be perfect weather for this. And I can't wait. Just back from Rocklahoma a week ago. So a double dip for me. I'm getting older. Harder and harder to pull these off. But this is, a one day. Rocklahoma was three. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great event. We're gonna be talking with Dean Rowland, the guitarist from Collective Soul, coming up here about Collective Soul's appearance, uh, and kind of what they're up to, what a great band they are. They were actually at Rocklahoma a year ago where I saw them. I think they toured with Goo Goo Dolls a year ago. They got a tour going on with Our Lady Peace and Tonic. So kind of throwing it back to the nineties, uh, for collective soul. And they had some huge hits with songs like shine, the world I know, December, they're going to be bringing it um, actually at 6 o'clock, uh, around 6.10 actually, on the Worth Harley-Davidson stage at Rockfest here at Kansas Speedway. Can't wait to talk to them. Sammy Hagar are going to be headlining the Worth Harley-Davidson stage around 9.30 and then Godsmack taking it home on the main festival. But a lot of big bands on this thing. we got Rat. You know, 98.9 kind of threw it back a little bit. The venue change, it was at Liberty Memorial, and they would really go out of their way to bring in a lot of the newer bands that uh, had you know radio singles. This year kind of throwing it back a little bit. We got rat, uh buck cherry, candle box, volbeat And Godsmacker, uh, you know, of course, two bands that have uh, been here before are going to be rounding it out on the main stage, but uh, should be awesome. Zach Wilde bringing his Zach Sabbath experience uh, to the main stage at four o'clock. So, and not only that, you got Tom Kiefer, the voice of Cinderella. He's going to be at two o'clock on the Worth Harley Davidson stage. You want to come out for this ticket still available on rockfestkc.com. And it's going to be a great event. This always has been something that I've been intrigued by because crowds of upwards of 50,000 have been coming to this event when it was held at liberty memorial it's been you know one of the bigger one day rock festivals in the country for years now but now we've got a venue change it's going over to kansas speedway which is great because i've seen a throttle fest there uh which was headlined by jackal just a few years ago and it's a great venue there's a lot of room uh there's gonna be a lot of vendors a lot of stuff going on and you don't want to miss this because uh getting you know this kind of eclectic mix of bands together is rare for uh, a station like 98.9 but i give them props For throwing it back, bringing in some of the older bands Bands that have played this festival before Some for the first time, it's going to be great to see Rat Just saw them at Rocklahoma They are tremendous, going to be great of course to see Collective Soul And that is a great transition to go ahead and welcome our guest this week On the Music Mania Podcast as we continue to talk about Rockfest And the event that is coming up here on Saturday It is our pleasure to welcome guitarist for Collective Soul Mr. Dean Rowland to the Music Mania Podcast Dean, how's it going out there in your world my man?
0: It's been great, man. We just um, <clears throat> kind, of, kind of just getting going. We had a, a few days rehearsal and then a couple of shows on our belt and getting back in the, in the groove of it.
1: Well, it's a it's a big show. You're going to be playing here in front of a lot of people here at uh, the Kansas Speedway. Here, returning oh, to yeah. Rockfest for the first time since 1999. You actually played uh, here, a different venue, of course, with Sammy Hagar, 99. Same event, Rockfest. This time, K- Kansas Speedway. You guys got to be pumped for this. We're pumped to have you guys back here in Kansas City for this.
0: Yeah, man, we are, too. We've been looking forward to it for a while, so it's
1: going to be fun for us. It's a a massive crowd. We should
0: be dusted off the cobwebs, and we'll we'll, be
1: (laughs) in Hey, hey, I saw you guys at Rocklahoma last year, and let me just tell you, there's no cobwebs that need dusting. You guys rocked the crowd at Rocklahoma last year; that was a huge highlight for me, getting to see you guys there and uh, bringing you guys back to Kansas City uh, for this event. You guys are going to be sharing the stage with some big, some big guns out here, man. We got Sammy Hagar, uh, bands like Hillstorm, Tom Kiefer from Cinderella, and of course, you know, Volbeat, Godsmack, Rat. It's a big deal. This is going to be uh just going to be a great day of rocking, isn't it? Yeah, man, that's
0: going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, love, I love those types of shows where we get to see some old friends, and you know, it's just a, it, it's a, it's a fun, festive
1: time, you know. Well, Kansas City's always been very collective, soul-friendly. I'm a, I've been a big fan yeah. uh, since the early 90s. Absolutely. And uh, just kind of talk about, you guys uh, Talk about kind of dusting uh, off the cobwebs, which uh, which I don't agree with because I saw you guys, I like I said, uh, you guys are in, in tip-top form right now. But going out uh, with Our Lady Peace and Tonic uh, on, on a tour kind of after, after this round. Yeah. So kind of talk about that tour, yeah. and uh, it's going to go on through the summer, yeah, yeah. isn't it?
0: That's gonna be fun for us. We've, they've been friends of ours for a long time, so um, we were able, you know, kind of, we've been chatting and, and ended up working out, scheduling worked out, and then uh, so we'll do a run with those guys, and then later this summer we do uh, a run with, with Shani, so we'll, we'll, we'll have a lot, you know, few shows with him. So,
1: yeah, that's awesome. It's Yes, and that's uh, that's what you want. It as a as a working rock band, you want the you want the summer to be busy. And, uh, and I want to talk yeah, about uh, exactly. new music from you guys because you released uh, your long-awaited ninth album. Uh, See what you started by continuing in October of fifteen, but kind of heard some rumors about maybe an album in in, in eighteen. What can we expect from uh, you guys as far as new music goes?
0: Yeah, that's what we're planning on. We pretty much recorded an entire record. We, there'll, there'll be a couple more that we we finish. Um, but it looks, we're shooting to have it released in, uh, spring of 18. So it's, uh, it, I'm, I'm proud of it. I mean, it. It came off the heels of last year's tour and so we were, you know, everybody was, we were feeling good. We worked the songs out a lot of it was uh, during the tour. So we hit the studio. We were kind of, uh, you know, in, in, in good, good
1: momentum. Mm-hmm. Well, momentum is right, and I tell you, you know, just kind of chatting with some people because, uh, you know, event like Rocklahoma, there's an eclectic mix of bands. As there will be Saturday, you know, a lot of different types of bands in the hard rock genre, and you know, you know, someone I bumped into is like, I I don't know much about Collective Soul, and I was like, you know what, you will, because when you hear the songs, you're gonna be like, oh my god, I can't believe they that they sing that. I didn't know that. Is it, do you find that that happens a lot with 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 you guys? It's like, oh my yeah. god, Collective Soul, they sing all those great hits. Yeah, we hear it almost every show. We're
0: like, oh. I didn't realize you guys did all those songs. And It <laughs> kind of connects to the dots. They've heard the songs, they've heard the name of the band, but sometimes it just doesn't quite connect
1: uh, until you see it live. Uh, you guys have been out there doing this for uh, for a lot of years. I think tw- you guys are coming up on that 25th anniversary. I don't want to try to date anyone here, but I think you guys, uh, well, you know, hey, no problem yeah. there, right? You're <laughs> old, you're you're I'm younger.
0: That's like sticking together for that amount
1: of time. <laughs> yeah. That's but- yeah, that's pretty awesome. And 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 you know, no one's calling anyone old here either. Because I mean, you're you're several years younger than your your you know older brother Ed, so it's all good. No one's yeah. no one's old around yeah, here. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, he's he's the old guy. I can I can I can still play
1: young a little bit. well. <laughs> well I mean, you guys have been there, you know, since the beginning. You know, you Ed and and Will have been there since the kind of the inception of this thing. Uh, but talk about what um, you know, band members like Johnny Rabb, Jesse Triplett, What do they bring uh, to this kind of new uh, version of Collective Soul? Well, it, being in a band is it's more than
0: just being it's more than just playing music. There's there's it's history. that spend some really more time not playing music together than you do playing music. So it's you know it comes down to just Being, you know, having the the personal chemistry and and relating on a human level, and those guys just—they bring in that good fun. They're great people, uh, aside from being great musicians. And it's, you know, it's just a uh, a a new perspective, and I think it was it was a healthy thing for Ed, Will, and I to to, to have that happen. And between for my dears, okay, that it's healthy to have that type of. New perspective
1: to come in. Well, I tell you what, you've kind of been around since the beginning. I know Ed kind of put the whole concept together, and Shine was one of those songs that kind of came from one of his early demos. But just talk about how you kind of became involved with the band. Obviously, uh, Ed had been going around, you know, trying to find a, a band that's going to work for, for a lot of years before he finally found Collective Soul. How did you kind of get involved in this? And just talk about kind of the inception of Collective Soul back in, uh, you know, the early 90s. Yeah,
0: Ed was playing He, he had a, band and a couple of different, different variations through the years, and I kind of a, I was a late bloomer. I didn't start playing guitar until I was later in high school. I knew music because I, I was in a high school band and that type of thing, but I didn't start playing guitar until later. And then Ed, didn't, he didn't even know I played. So once he found out, we started to play a couple of acoustic shows together, and it just kind of melted into that. And I was going to uh, Georgia State a College in downtown Atlanta. And I had that demo, and I took the demo to the college station there. And uh, they started playing it, and they were the first ones anywhere to, to, to play the music. And they asked us to play a show, and that kind of just kick the whole thing. We played a charity event for that, that college station, and we, we that was the, the catalyst for it all.
1: Well, you know, Collective Soul's always been one of those bands that's kind of undefinable when it comes to genre. I mean... Uh, Obviously not like a metal, not really, you know, obviously not really grunge, kind of more, you know, rock, pop, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, the scene that was going on in Seattle at the time was exploding. But, yeah, you guys come from a place like Atlanta, Georgia. Just talk about kind of uh, the music scene around Georgia. We just uh, got to see Jackal at Rocklahoma, another one of my favorite bands that hails from Georgia, from Kennesaw. So just kind of talk about the Georgia music scene and kind of what it was like for you guys coming up.
0: Yeah, Georgia music was it, it, really diverse. I mean, back then it was, you yeah, had bands like Jackal and, uh, Driving and Crying, Black Crows were there, but then there was, you know, uh, L.A. Reed and Babyface was going on, so there was like this urban hip hop thing that was, like, that's grown into a, you know, a monstrosity now in Atlanta. at um, B52s, R.E.M., all, they were from Athens, but it, it was just a wide range of music. And, uh, our influences really just came from uh, more of like the songwriting base, like Elton John or The Beatles. That, and then the, the riff side was really ACDC, I guess. And we definitely in an script, that kind of thing.
1: Absolutely. And I tell you, you know, and you guys wound up, I believe it was... After the release of that, and after you kind of got your legs under, you guys wound up, uh, you know, you get this demo to a college rock station, you end up uh, opening for Aerosmith uh, on that tour, on a big arena tour. I mean, just talk about how things exploded for the band and what it was like, kind of how things changed for you guys going from just this band to, that no one really knew to yeah. just huge. Uh, it's
0: it, very simply, it changed by people showed up to our shows. I <laughs> saw a lot of them at that time. <laughs> we were, you know, before we would were, we were play in Atlanta, and it was, you know, just whoever was at the bar girlfriends or just you know, people that just happened to be here. It wasn't like we came from like this hardcore following. Um, we just, you know, we were more kind of a studio thing, but we did play live a lot. Um, and then the, the success happened on radio so fast that, that we were, you know, catapulted into like the, the Aerosmith, we played Woodstock, and we were, you know, all of a sudden it was lots and uh, lots of people. And- it was cool. It was great. We, I was...
1: Well, to know and well a few more zeros in the bank account you know doesn't hurt either of course uh, at that time and you yeah, yeah. and you guys yeah. uh, I mean, and then by the, in the momentum, you talk, talk about momentum. I always look at bands that are able to follow up momentum with something even bigger. And it's kind of rare in music that that happens. It's hard to, especially when you have a huge single like Shine that, that was so big at the onset. But you guys follow that up with uh, your your self-titled, you know, second album, which was even bigger. Uh, uh, five yeah. top ten singles. I mean, that was just massive. And that and they just kept it going, didn't it? Yeah, well, a lot of that came
0: from the fact that the first record was... A batch of demos, right? So that on on that first tour we were playing and writing those songs that ended up being on the second record, which for us was the first band record. So like that's the Outland I know and Where the River Flows, uh, Jail. But anyway, so that the, we those that record was in our mind like the first band record. So we were we were we felt like we were hitting the ground running but...
1: And I, I think it's interesting, you know, I always wanted to get, uh, you know, your guys' take on this. Because, of course, you know, Dolly Parton goes on to win a Grammy for her performance of the song Shine. Like, Is that one of those things you look at it and you're like, hey, that's kind of cool, she did that? Or is it like, oh, come on, that's not how it was originally recorded? I mean, what are, what is your take on that?
0: Oh, no, it's super cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's an honor. She, in her own right, she's, she's a supreme songwriter. For her to, to do that was... was Massive compliment to, to Ed as a songwriter, and just you know, just it was cool. Yeah, we we loved it.
1: Well, I know this last couple of years has been kind of tough. I mean, uh, you know, all the musicians we talked to, it's like you guys are all kind of one big fraternity, and uh, you know, a lot of losses in this last year alone. And of course, just um, mm-hmm. Chris Cornell was they, uh, Soundgarden was supposed to play Rocklahoma just last week, the very event you guys played in '16. Uh, I don't know how many times you guys passed crossed with Soundgarden or how if you knew Chris at all, but just man, what a what a crazy deal! It just it's kind of a sobering thought, just as a fan knowing that. I mean, your heroes are just are not going to last forever. It's yeah. really sobering, you know. All okay. right.
0: Yeah, it's, 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 a heartbreaking situation, you know. It's, you know I, I come from a place of, uh, I didn't know Chris, but I came from a place you know, being a fan. It's like, you know, like you're saying, it, it's over. It's, it's tough, you know. I don't know. It's, it's just a, a tragic situation.
1: Yeah, indeed it is. But I tell you what, more good things to come uh, for you guys this summer. You're going to look forward to that tour, guys. Collectivesoul.com. You can get all the, the tour dates, everything that's going on. It's going to run all the way through, uh, through the summer. So, Our Lady, Peace, and Tonic, that's going to be part of that. They will not be part of the uh, show in Kansas City. That will be Collective Soul at 6 o'clock. Uh, on the Worth Harley Davidson stage here at Rockfest. And I tell you what, uh, Dean, we're just so excited to have you guys here. Can't wait to see the show. And man, I tell you, really appreciate the time. And we'll, uh, we'll look forward to the performance on Saturday. I mean, we know we're, uh, everyone's looking forward to it here. So, uh, we really appreciate it.
0: Oh, great. We are too. Thanks, Clint. I appreciate it, buddy.
1: Hey, Dean, we'll catch up soon. And, uh, best of luck on the road this summer. And, uh, hope it's a great one, ma'am.
0: Okay. Thanks, man. Take care.
1: Thanks, you too such a huge pleasure to talk uh with dean Rowland, uh guitarist from collective soul about a band that i've always been very into i remember being a kid kind of hearing that song shine like everybody did and it just blew the roof off such a big radio hit it has been it has won a grammy uh as performed by dolly parton which is kind of odd that it uh, would be a song she would perform but it's actually a really good version and uh you know the, the band has has done a lot of things um you know, from the world I know to December uh, to their latest album that came out in 2015. And they're working on new music now. Out there on these big tours, uh, going to be on the Worth Harley-Davidson stage at Rockfest coming up here on Saturday around 6:10 p.m. So you don't want to miss Collective Soul, Dean, a very forthright guy. The band's from Atlanta, Georgia. Everybody knows Collective Soul. They know a song. They know two. They probably know three uh, or more because this band has been around uh, since the early 90s doing their thing. And, of course, uh, Dean's brother, uh, older brother ed is the uh, the singer for collective soul so they've had quite a camar- camaraderie over the years and it's uh, great to see them out there still doing it and we hope everybody will be out there at rock fest on saturday it's an event that i'm looking very much forward to covering i always said and i, and I, and I mean this i that I, I said i would never attend this event as a fan because for for so many years 98.9, Really went out of their way to bring in a lot of new bands, and it was a lot of vanilla bands, and it was a lot of the same bands. You would see the same ones year after year The Rev Theories, Theory of a Dead Man, you know, Three Days Graces. And it just didn't, I didn't have a lot of interest in that. And I know it brought in big crowds, and it was a big deal. Uh, And I respect that, and I respect 98.9 for keeping the prices down. The ticket prices are affordable, Uh, the concessions are affordable. Keep that in mind as you're going out there this weekend. But the change in venue, Liberty Memorial was uh, just a massive, you know, World War I monument out in the downtown Kansas City, but moving it out to the friendly confines of Kansas Speedway. There's a lot to do. People can check out all the stuff at the Legends. There's tons of restaurants. you got the Kansas Speedway. you got Nebraska Furniture Mart. It's a well-developed area out there in Wyandotte County, and I think this is a perfect fit for Rockfest. We're, we will kind of see how where it goes uh, after this. But uh, I'm hoping ticket sales are strong for this because I think it's a lineup that it's, if I can get behind it, I think everybody should get out there. So many bands from Tom Kiefer to Rat to Candlebox to Collective Soul to Volbeat to Hailstorm. Guys, I'm pumped for it all. Hope to see everyone out there. Guys, thanks so much for listening to the Music Mania podcast. Hit that subscribe button on iTunes, certainly on YouTube as well, and follow us at MusicMania underscore show on Twitter. You can find us on pretty much all the social medias. We appreciate all the responses and the feedback. Let us know who you'd like to have on the show going forward. We appreciate it. We hope to see everyone out there at Rockfest at Kansas Speedway on Saturday, June 3rd. Tickets still available on rockfestkc.com.